0: The most celebrated name in live comedy is finally coming to Las Vegas. The Comedy Cellar is opening this April at the Rio Hotel and Casino. Since 1982, the Comedy Cellar has been home to the premier names in comedy. And now, on April 5th, the Comedy Cellar is bringing that tradition to the world-famous Rio Hotel and Casino. The Comedy Cellar at the Rio combines the reputation of New York comedy with the glamour of Sin City. Come see the best comedians in the world form at the comedy cellar now at the rio tickets available at comedy com and ticketmaster.com
1: you're listening to strictly anonymous on the Riotcast network riotcast.com welcome to the strictly anonymous podcast, strictly anonymous podcast. conversations with online strangers
2: Kathy? Hey, welcome to Strictly Anonymous podcast with Kathy. If you want to follow Strictly Anonymous podcast on Twitter, follow the show at Strictly Anonymous or me at Cartoon Therapy. If you uh, haven't subscribed to my show, subscribe to my show. If you can write a review, mm. write a review for my show, wherever you listen to my show. <laughs> Thanks for, to the people who have been writing reviews. Uh, someone recently wrote one on iTunes and someone wrote one on Stitcher. They're really good for the show. For a couple of reasons that I don't want to get into. So, but, so there, if you could do it and you like my show and you could do it, do it. Okay. It's very appreciative. <laughs> I mean, appreciate it. <laughs> I have like the worst grammar. Um. Anyway, this is a call and advice show where I give total strangers like my unprofessional advice. It's more so a place where just people call up and talk about like their interesting, secret, naughty, dirty lives, right? <laughs> I have a lot of people like that on my show. So if you fall into any of those categories and you want to be on this show, send me an email at at gmail.com or go to strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. I wrote a book. I drew a book. It's like a cartoon novel. If you want to know more about me and my fucked up relationships and what I like to do sexually speaking or right, is that proper grammar? I don't know. Um, go to my website and click on "Buy the Book." It's uh, it's just like a funny book. Uh, what else? That's about it. I said if you want to be on the show, right? I have a guy named Nikki on my show today, and Nikki is pansexual. I think that's going to be the title. Uh, this guy is into a lot of things, and he's got a lot of interesting stories, especially the shit. Like, I mean, he's married and has this whole other secret life, and we talk all about it. And he's had a lot of interesting, quote unquote, relationships, right? Um. One was with his much older neighbor when he was like a teenager, and it was an ongoing thing. One was, I wouldn't call it a relationship, but he had sex with his cousin, okay, multiple times. Like he fooled around with his cousin. We talk about that. We talk about the neighbor. We talk about who he's been attracted to, all the stuff he's been into, which include bondage, BDSM, pegging. Girls, guys, transgender, female, cis people. If do you know what that is means? I didn't fucking know. Cis. Well, we we talk about that. We talk about what it means. The people he's hung out with that were cis. Uh, what else? And and all that stuff. Like I said, he's a married guy, and he does all this stuff on the down low. So you guys are the only one that knows about this shit that he's going to talk about. Um, except for some of the stuff that happened to him when he was li- really young, he did get caught, and we talk about <laughs> with his cousin. I think he got caught. It's pretty bad. Um, we talk about that. Uh, and that's about it. So I'm just going to be right back on with Nikki.
1: Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone? To anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, strictly anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is strictly anonymous. Strictly anonymous.
2: Hey, Nikki, welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast. You're on Kathy. How are you doing today?
0: Great, great. Thank you, Kathy.
2: Uh, So, Nikki, you know, I was saying before we got on the call... I'm like, should we make your name some like Nick because Nikki could be like a girl name, and then you're like, oh yeah, duh. We remember what we're talking about. What we're talking about is, like, you have, and you do have, like, a totally secret life, right? Right. Where you have this whole other thing going on that would make your name being sort of ambiguous, right? It could be a right. girl's name, a guy's name. It fits in this call, right? Because why don't you start with your story and give a little background to why you're calling and what we're going to talk about.
0: Yeah, sure. I mean, I'll start off by saying I I've, I've got um, started listening to your, your program, and I think, my initial feedback was, this is really awesome because it made me um, feel a little bit more normal, I guess, mm-hmm. it could, just kind of knowing that there are other people out there that had similar interests and um, and that were kind of comfortable voicing those interests. And so I, I've had, um, you know, a, a strong interest in a lot of different things over, over my life, but a lot of them had kind of come together with this idea of, um, you know, bisexuality or, or feminization, um, there's even cross-dressing involved. I mean, it's kind of ebbed and flowed over my entire life. And so it it, uh, it was fascinating to me for me to hear, you know, other people's stories. And it just kind of made me think that it might be interesting for other people to hear, you know, what I do or have done and have been interested in. You know, if nothing else, you know, to know that, um, you know, you're not alone. You know, there's other yeah, totally. the same way, right? And that, mm-hmm. was, that was very comforting for me.
2: Yeah. Go on.
0: Yeah, so anyway, if you want I mean I can start like I mean, giving you, like, you the use background. The,
2: you're the one that uses the word pansexual, right? Like, I mean, is that what yeah. you would describe who you are? But you're yeah. married, right? Like that is right, the backstory right. about like your yeah, you have this yeah. one life where you're married, white, right? right? Yeah, and you said yeah, like your yeah. wife most people would think you're open-minded and even your wife would say you're open-minded, but she would have no idea about the fact that you would label yourself as pansexual, right? Like, does she have any idea about any of your experiences that have to do with like uh, outside of, you know, female relationships? No,
0: no, 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 she doesn't. And, um, and and it's interesting because I think she would probably be, you know, fairly understanding and accommodating, you know, I, and, and so I feel a little bad about that, like somewhat guilty, but, there's there's a reason why I don't tell her about it, and a lot of it has to do with an experience I had with a, a former uh, girlfriend. Um, and I did get to a point where I was like, "Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna share this side of my life with that person." And I possibly I just did a bad job of telling the story.
2: Well, how um, long were you with the person for? Oh, uh,
0: we were together for I want to say two years, perhaps. Okay, and you know, what did you exactly close. tell her? Well, uh, this is embarrassing, but um, she she, this was before I was really good at hiding my internet searches. But uh-huh. she saw some stuff that I was searching around on the internet, and she kind of questioned it a bit. And a lot of it was about like BDSM and and um, like cross dressing type of stuff. And she found it, and so I said, you know, well, you know, not not the best way to bring it up for sure, but let's just have an open dialogue. And I shared with her you know, kind of some of my desires from the past and things that, you know, I I was interested in, things that I experienced. And I hadn't really, didn't go into any much detail. I just told her about, you know, some of the ideas that I had and some of the desires that I had. Uh-huh. And it basically, like, it killed our sex life. I mean, it just died, you know. And I don't think she was totally honest with me, like, how much it bothered her. But it it was kind of the beginning of the end of our relationship. It just slowly died out from there. And we ended up breaking up. And I was like, so I was a little... I think probably gun-shy about bringing that up again, because it was a really good experience, you know, mentioning it to the person who, you know, I cared about and I thought cared about me, and uh, maybe we could have an open conversation. Again, I, it was not an elegant way for me to bring it up. But how I mean, long
2: ago was that? Up. How old are you now?
0: Um, I'm in my mid-40s. And um, so, so how old were you been, when you
2: were to told her?
0: I was probably in my Early thirties. So very right. early thirties. Yeah. That's kind of ballsy.
2: 30s. listen, I think that's like nowadays I get a lot of younger people like sort of being mm-hmm. very free with that kind of information with people right. and their partners are very accept you know, like accepting and stuff. But like I'm around I I'm from your generation, right? So to me when I hear someone doing that, even like ten to fifteen years ago, like that's really ballsy because, you know, people it wasn't the. T- it was a very different kind of world back then, you know. I mean, nowadays right. things change so much. It was, was like a different world every year, right? But like fifteen <laughs> sure. years ago, it's like it's like the fucking ice age when it came to sexuality and any kind of anything that didn't fall into the norm, which was like either right. straight or gay or and the not, you know. Right. So right. to be right. able to tell somebody, and then to, you know, for her, you know, I think you you would it's. The odds that she was going to react that way at that time so long ago, you know, weren't in your favor, like, or that she was going to act in a way to be accepting of it. It wasn't in your favor. You know, I think it's like, it makes sense that she did that. I think a lot of women would have reacted that way if her guy that they're dating that they think is like totally straight, totally into them was like, oh, by the way, I'm into all these things. And what are the things that you're into? Like, what did you explain to her? And what, like, what are we going to be talking about?
0: Okay so what I explained to her is very different than what I'm into because I I mean I was kind of dabbling around this right so I, I kind of scratched to the surface of what I'm into and basically what I told her back then was look I I've always had an interest in in kind of having sex with with men or or you know I don't want to say boys meaning like a man having sex with boys but when I was young and I was a boy I kind of had some experiences and I, Oh yeah we got to talk
2: sh- about that one experience yeah, sure. okay
0: And you know and I shared a little bit of that with her um not a ton of detail and just that that was enough to kind of freak her out but no things that i'm into and things that i've experienced would go well beyond just having a passing interest in it, right so I've, I've had you know uh experiences when i when i was again with a young boy someone my age we had we, we used to um have sex together and, and then i then i had an experience with an older man and then and i think i mentioned in my email um when i got out of high school went into college um and looking back now, I was like, like that's when I should have had some time to experiment. But I really yeah. didn't do anything because I was so caught up in kind of the normal college life, you know, fraternity uh-huh. and all those types of things. And and it, it's but I have a comic thing about that now is, like, so many guys in my fraternity came out of the closet afterwards. <laughs> like, dang it, I should have, you know, I should have been in part of that group, right? But I yeah, didn't. Yeah. And, and, uh-huh. and so it really wasn't until after college that I... I got a chance to kind of explore. And really, I think the story is probably very common, right? When you have an idea of what, for people in our generation, right, you have an idea of what's out there, but you don't really know. And now the internet comes along and all of a sudden, like, wow, this kind of cornucopia of stuff that's out there. Uh-huh. And, and I'm not sure uh, intellectually whether or not you know, I would be into this stuff regardless or if I got into it because of what I saw, you know, like some of the internet porn and things like that. You kind of go down the rabbit hole and like, oh my God, that looks interesting. I'm going to try that. I don't think so because the stuff,
2: because I know because you gave me a very long-winded email, which I read, and typically I like to go and not know a lot about stuff, but I do know that at a very young age, you were experimenting with a lot of the things that you're into now. So it, I don't think that it was like it came sort of out of the blue, right? It was like, these were things that you were into in the internet. I think maybe helped you realize and hone it down or make, give it names and give it, you know, and sort of so you could figure out more of like what that meant, but you were doing, you were experimenting. You had a lot of stuff going on when you were like really young.
0: Yeah. So I I did start off pretty young. um, And, uh, the The experiences I had was with a family member who was around my age. Again, don't want to be too specific with what no, but the like okay, was, but, but we, no. Was,
2: how could you not be specific? We don't need to know the name of the person, but like, was it your cousin? Was it your brother? Yeah, was it your? It, it was yes, a cousin. Yes. Okay,
0: it was a cousin. Yeah, and a first and we cousin, first cousin, so okay. very close. You know, mm-hmm. sleepovers, all that type of stuff, right? Just very traditional. And how old were I you mean, at the time? Oof. I, I really, I, I was kind of struggling with understanding the age because it, it's been so long, right? But I think I would have been about eight, you know, um, seven, maybe eight years old, maybe maybe nine or ten, like right in that time frame, kind of pre-pubescent. I mean, obviously we, we hadn't, we didn't have, uh, you know, pubic hair or anything, right? We were just like yeah. bald boys, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but, I, but I do recall, like, we would have sleepovers and he and I would, uh, you know, we would like play with each other and I would suck him and he would suck me and... And we used to do it when there was people around. That, like we just were playing, right? Right. And I do, and I do recall one time we got caught, you know, by an uncle, and we kind of kind of got the lecture, like what we're, <laughs> you know, what are you guys doing? And oh my, what and, were
2: you doing when they caught you?
0: Um, we were naked, and I, I think this is why. Like I think how old again? sure about that, I think I was probably about ten.
2: Okay, 10. Mm-hmm. That's young. And,
0: yeah, we're really pretty, you know, know what I'd,
2: the hell's going on, you know? No, and
0: we really didn't even know, like, what sex was. I think you, I, we had an idea of what it was because, we you know, I think our, our parents, both his parents and mine, were kind of fairly progressive folks. You know, they'd given us the books around, you know, what sex is and how it works between a man and a woman, that type of stuff, like cartoon type of books. Yeah. Right? So we knew, like, penis went in the vagina type of thing. And so we were smart enough to connect that, well... Look, we're two boys, and there's no vagina. Maybe we should try it in the butt. You know?
2: <laughs> oh my God, um, hilarious! And right? So,
0: like, I, I think I was trying it with him, and it didn't really work out. I like we didn't know what lube was, and like, how to yeah. how to actually execute on this. But, but like the idea was there, and mm-hmm. like, well, it it wasn't difficult to to make that connection between you know, step A and step B. Like, we're playing with each other. This feels good, and we know that that works for a guy and a girl. Let's. And there's a hole, right? Let's figure it out. Yeah. So it's interesting to me that you know, this kind of nature versus nurture dialogue. You know, it was, it was pretty easy to make that step at a very young age. Anyway, the, the embarrassing part of it is that we kind of, we got, we got caught, you know, and um, we didn't think to lock the doors or do any of doing that kind of stuff. Cause I don't think any, we really realized what we were actually doing, which is just kind of fun. We're playing together. And um, so we kind of got a very passive lecture. Like, Hey guys, this is something you do with you know, your your wife and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, We kind of let it go. And then, you know, we grew up and we stopped doing that and, But I had always felt like that was part of me. And then um, around the same time, I would would go into my mom's closet and I would, I don't know, I don't really honestly don't know how it started, but I remember trying on one of her dresses at a very young age, probably around the same time
2: mm-hmm
0: And and I just loved the feel of it, you know. And I tried on her pantyhose, and I was like, "Wow, this feels really good." And I, I, there was a fair amount of time I was home by myself, um, right? It, it was just the way that it worked in our family. And you know that that segued into trying on a little bit of her makeup, and I just I loved it. I mean, I loved the feel of it. I loved the feel of the clothes. I liked the way I looked when I had makeup on, and um you know and by makeup I mean very minimal like you know lipstick and a little bit of blush and maybe some eyeliner that type of thing well makeup. listen
2: how much more could you be doing you know right I mean? <laughs> right and it wasn't like this was a full
0: get up or anything like that yeah. but you know it just it felt really good i mean there's something very physical about it that mm-hmm. was exciting and i just remember really really enjoying that and uh, not really you know fully understanding why i enjoyed it but i did um but I never wanted to be a girl. I don't know if that makes any sense. Like, I and I've kind of researched. No, it's just this interesting,
2: right? Like you liked yeah. that you were a boy, right? Wearing this stuff. It wasn't like you well, wanted look, to be. It wasn't like you wanted to be transgender or anything like that. Like you right, felt like something like, was wrong, or you, right, right.
0: Right. Look, I mean, I I played sports and was very physical and did all those kind of traditional boy things and you know fought in the railroad track and all that stuff. I mean, just but there was this side of me that really just enjoyed that, that kind of softness and that femininity. And again, I didn't, I, I wasn't like outwardly feminine and still aren't today. You know, and would look at me and go, well, yeah, definitely that guy's femme, Right. But, uh, but at that, at that time it just felt good. And I, and I enjoyed it. And, and um, and then I found a little bit of pornography. Like, a, we had a neighbor, like an older guy <laughs> that uh, had some magazines and, um, I'm going to say older, he was probably high school, I don't know if it was maybe yeah. 10 or 11, and, and um, he had some of these, these old Cherry magazines. I don't know if you remember that magazine, Cherry.
2: Yeah, you know? definitely. It was, it was like a dirty, magazine. that was like a dirty yeah, it magazine. Pretty,
0: it was pretty, pretty dirty. Was like Compared to couple, Playboy,
2: right? Like there was Playboy, yeah, right? And then exactly, there was Cherry, yeah. which was like a more, like, just yeah. more dirty, right? It was more right? hardcore, right? Yeah, yeah. uh-huh
0: And they had a, um, in, in some uh, magazine, I can't remember what year it was, but they had, like, an insert that talked about BDSM. And it was, like, this whole story of of a slave and, you know, his relationship with his mistress and all this stuff and, like, the things that she would have him do. And I think it included, you know, some forced feminization and that type of a thing. And I remember, like, this was awesome. I mean, I felt really like tintillated by this whole thing and by the way i didn't even know at that point like what it how, how to ejaculate i had never like come before i didn't know what that was right i learned i learned about it by reading this magazine cause they would talk about orgasming and different ways you orgasmed and i actually had my first like orgasm because i tried it like i'm going to masturbate and right? i tried this reading that magazine yeah so i mean you know I, i've listened to a, lot, to a lot of your shows and there's um one of the themes that I seem to hear is the kind of these the childhood experiences how they kind of imprint on you and uh especially very early on and um i I looking back now, I feel like that probably had some impact because that that really was my first experience with an orgasm. Like I didn't even know what it was, you know it was kind of freaky as a boy like, what is this stuff coming out you know but man, it felt good, and we're going to try this again, right? And
2: yeah, and then you that. get so wired in that first kind yeah. of a thing, right? Yeah. Whatever it was yeah. that would, like you were thinking about or doing yeah. or whatever, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it mm-hmm. makes sense. You don't have to be a, like, because I always say, I'm, I'm not a therapist, I don't know, but it just it's right. just makes sense even if you don't, never read the book about, you know, psychology, right? Right,
0: right. right. So, I mean, it was it, it was fun, and I enjoyed, I enjoyed that piece of it, and then that kind of segued into, you know, now the, the dressing in my mom's, you know, clothes and, um, you know, and of course I'd experience masturbating with that. And I learned in that, in that book about anal sex. Um, and so of course I experimented with that. I found some kind of household, that I could use, you know, and some vaseline and just kind of figure that. Just play. Oh my god!
2: I had one guy that used to shove a what was it? Oh, what the fuck was it? It was so great, like a Barbie. It was like GI Joe up his ass. Like, could you just? Because nobody knows who you are. I don't even know who you are. Can you just right. tell me the like the weirdest thing? Because listen, you're stuck <laughs> in a house, right? And you gotta come up and like be creative. Like, what was the most creative thing? And what was the funniest thing you you used? Well, there, oh. there
0: was really okay. So not very creative not very funny not very different i found i found a, uh, a tool around the house that was very consistent i could use it over and over again and what kind of tool was it, it. it <laughs> okay so back in the day my dad used to smoke cigars there are these called garcia y vega cigars mm-hmm. and they came they came in a little plastic tube and oh that's the, smart the that's size s- of, of a cigar it's like yeah. especially for a young person it was like perfectly sized right and mm-hmm. he would he would just smoke a cigar and throw these things out and so i had this kind of little collection of them that i could use and so um yeah it was easy they're like it's kind of like a little dildo basically it was kind of hard plastic but you could you know I've, yeah like, totally. I, I learned about vaseline at that time like figured that piece of it out right and so i would use those and, uh, and it was fun and, and they weren't like overbearing right it wasn't so big that it hurt and i just kind of learned to to play with that and have a good time but i didn't you know I would just masturbate and have have fun with that, but I never learned about like having a prostate orgasm or anything until much, much later. Uh, but I just I enjoyed the feeling of it and I enjoyed you know kind of the the idea of what was happening. but I never yeah. really connected that to to being with a man like i was I've never been that
2: was like, before you were with your cousin.
0: No, no, that was after with my cousin. So, cousin was very early. So, this and we were kind of progressing into, you know, teen years, right? Yeah,
2: and then you did have, we have to talk, I can't forget about the one, like, relationship you had with an older man when you were younger. Yeah. So, yeah. is that going to yeah. happen after this?
0: Yeah, so this okay. is kind of around the same time. So, right. I'm, I'm, I'm experimenting, I'm learning, and by the way, I'm dating girls at the same time. And I, I right. had, like, um, I had sex with girls at a pretty young age, and so I, I had some experience which is kind of traditional, you know, boy and girl sex, and, and of course enjoyed that. Um, but I had this neighbor who I, I think everybody kind of knew was gay. I mean, I didn't even know. How old was. were you at that, this time? That age is, um, now I'm probably around, it 13. Okay. You know, so I, I've done what some. What grade training. is that?
2: I need to know the grade. Do you remember? Uh,
0: this is probably seventh, seventh grade. Seventh grade? Okay, eighth, cool. Eighth, maybe eighth grade.
2: Uh-huh. So you have a neighbor.
0: So I got a neighbor, and and I remember talking to him, and uh, he I don't know how the topic came up, but somehow, like, it came up that I was horny. I don't I really, honestly don't know how this came up. And Let me I ask you totally this about
2: your neighbor: totally Was he a married man? How old was he? Um, was he single?
0: He was single. Yeah, he was single, but he kind of—he was older. Like how old? Do you remember? When you're Thirteen. Everybody's old. I know. Right? Twenty-four probably, could have been really exactly. old. Exactly. I think he would have been in his in his early 30s, early to mid
2: 30s. Okay, so you're in seventh grade. This guy is in his 30s. He's a single guy next door. Some, somehow you're hanging out with him and you bring up the right. fact that you're horny.
0: Yeah, I, and again, it, it as weird as that, that sounds, I don't know how it came up.
2: Right, it just did. And
0: I was flirting with him. I was totally flirting with this guy. I was, like, I was trying to feel it out. And I, and I told him. Did I
2: you like, know consciously that you were... Like at thirteen, right? Because you said you hadn't put it together that like you were attracted to men, even though you were like shoving right. the cigar up your right. ass, right? right? And even though you right. had fooled around with your cousin, it still didn't sort of register, right? But now yeah. you're next yeah. door, and you say you're flirting with this guy. Do you realize yeah. that looking back, or do you did you realize it at the time? Like, was it something that you were doing because you're like what, what felt yourself attracted to him, and you're like well, see, I want to hook here's up with the him? Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So to answer your question, physically, sexually, yes. But romantically, no. And I think that's always been the difference.
2: Yeah. Like, yes. You're no, bi. Like, you're not, you're not. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, but you I mean, were like sexually attracted to him.
0: Totally. Yeah. And I, I was, and I was kind of fishing around and I made a comment and, and the comment I made was like, I'm so horny. I'd even watch like gay sex. I'd watch gay porn.
2: <laughs> you said that to him.
0: I said it to him and he, and he his eyes kind of lit up and he's like, really? And I go, yeah, you know, you know, that's all, that's all I'm feeling right now. And, um, so lo and behold, he comes back a couple of minutes later and he gives me, you know, back in those days, it was like VHS tapes, right? Of, yeah. Of, uh-huh. of what was gay porn. And I, of course I hurried home and popped it into VCR and watched it and it was just riveting. Right. And so here, here are people actually doing, you know, what I had thought about and, and had it played with personally, Uh uh-huh. you know, I like got actually witnessing it in some respects and yeah, it was totally hot. So, um, I went back to his house and, um, and told him about it and like this the next day or a couple of days later. and um he said, "Do you want to come in and and watch with me?" And I said, yeah, sure. So, oh
2: my God,
0: yeah, I know, totally let him on. And I, we went in and sat down and we he popped in well, I don't porn. think
2: that you let him on. I mean, him at that time at that moment that he gave you the gay porn to go home, I mean, like that's totally. not like uh, someone, you know what I mean dude?
0: like <laughs> well, it I worked think... well. it worked out well for both. <laughs> truthfully, right. I mean, it really did like I, I think I said in my email like, looking back you could probably say that this guy was a child molester right yeah we don't know like
2: what do we think about that i don't know but you're like but you were like into him and you initiated like you brought it up and then he said oh here's the gay porn and the gay porn wasn't like little kid porn right like it wasn't like anything like that yeah Mm -hmm. exactly and did you look manly Um, at that age
0: um well, I mean, I was like 13. I was probably pretty cute, you know, like little young <laughs> thing. Right? <laughs> right. But anyway, um, so we went into his room yeah. and sat down and watched it. And then he asked me if I wanted a blowjob, and I was like, "Yeah, sure, I'll give it a try." And so he he gave me a blowjob, and uh, and I remember like telling him I'm going to come, and I'm going to. And he's like, he he went down harder, like, and he swallowed. It. I was like, that was insane. Like, I never experienced anything like that before, you know. And that was pretty awesome. So we ended up like I think for one summer maybe maybe a year and a half two years like I would go over to his house and like I'd sneak in and we would we would have sex and it was always him like taking care of me I was never You were like, a bottom. I was a bottom but it was never any anal involved he was just like Blowing a slow you. job and he would like give me um what's the term I'm looking for like anal uh, pleasure. No, I mean, I guess like he would finger your ass. Anally, yeah. Was a, that
2: he would finger your ass, or he would use his mouth he would on your? Finger, like he would...
0: he would lick. You know, right. very, very, very oral. You know, right? It was awesome. But I never did really do anything.
2: I was like, you never happy. did anything to him.
0: Yeah, I was a total. I was. A, I was a really bad leg, <laughs> You know, like to sit there and, and lay back, and he would take care of me, and it was good. And I think one time we tried, like, um, you know, anal on me, and it just didn't work. Uh, and then one time I, I did him, I, I actually fucked him once and that was pretty fun. But I was wasn't into it. Like I never wanted to see his dick. It was weird. Like I didn't want to see any part of him, but he could take care of me and it was fine. And I think he enjoyed it and I enjoyed it. And we had a lot of fun together. Um, and then I moved. Um, but wait, so for, for a year
2: and a half, like when you say sometimes I would go to his house, like would this happen like once a month, every week? Oh, like, it was like. All the time? <laughs> once a week. <laughs> or, right. Cause you're so horny at yeah. that age
0: yeah it was pretty frequent uh-huh. um,
2: and nobody but, got wind of that and you never have you ever told anyone else besides like all no, my listeners now
0: <laughs> no no now everybody in the world knows about it yeah listens to you but yeah. no i've never i've never told anybody about that no no way not only just because for me it's it's you know it's not something i'd want to share with it. but also there's this there's this idea that this is an older guy and maybe he took advantage of me i would want it you know right, you don't feel like it was that dogs, kind of, right. right,
2: and you don't feel like it was that kind of scenario, like no, you said, both nothing. of you guys got pleasure. You were interested in him straight off the bat. Totally. It wasn't like he totally. sort of you know, right,
0: yeah, no, I never felt t- taken advantage of in any way, and so um i wouldn't I would never want that going back on on him for any reason, so um but uh, yeah, the sex was great, I mean we had a lot of fun, but i uh, again, I was pretty bad uh in terms of what I provided for him. I don't think the guy ever. Came, you know, poor guy. I mean, maybe he did afterwards or something, like fantasizing about it. But um, I was, you know, I was very young and I didn't really know, like, what to do. And I was kind of freaked out about the idea of being with a guy. I mean, I liked the sex, but I was like, I didn't want to see anything. I didn't want to really experience. I just wanted him to take care of me. And he did. He did yeah. a really, really, really nice job. And then, um, I moved. I moved away, and we saw each other like maybe once or twice. I mean, one time he actually came over to my house, and um, we had sex in his car. It was pretty awesome. Um, oh wow! But then that was, but that was kind of it. Like we never, never really saw each other after that. Um, and uh, and then you know, I was now I'm knee deep in high school, and I've got girlfriends, and playing sports, and doing stuff, and then off to college, and. And, like, really looking back, on, that's a kind of regrettable because there was so many opportunities. And, and I don't want to give away, like, where I live and that type of thing, but the, the neighborhood I was in and the town that I went to school, and it was pretty open, right? That stuff was available, and I could have certainly kind of experimented. But I didn't, and that was, um, you know, that's okay. I mean, it's just a different part of my life. Right. Um, so then after after college, um then I started I was kind of living on my own, and the internet, you know, when I was in school, there wasn't really much by way of internet, but when I came, out, I got out of school, out of college, and then it started kind of coming up, and so then I began learning a little bit more about different things, and learning a little bit more, like the idea of cross-dressing came back to me, uh-huh. and, like the, and the idea of dressing up in women's clothing came back, and I was living by myself, and or I had uh, roommates, different types of situations, so I was like, it was more available to me now, because you know I had a little bit of money, I'm working, and you know, now I can kind of play with this a little bit. So I would I would from time to time buy clothes, you know, like, um, you know, a teddy or or, right. or stockings and things like that and just kind of dress up in them and, you know, a wig from here or there. And, and I would just be by myself, basically, just me, myself, and I <laughs> enjoying that time. And it was fun. That was okay. Um, and then that eventually segued into, uh, I mean, I, I, I kind of wanted to pair up this idea of of, you know, the the gay sex, if for lack of a better term, the sex with a man, but, you know, me being dressed as a woman, like, that idea of that was pretty sexy, but I didn't really want to, like, find a guy, like, uh, I've never really been interested in guys, per se, I like, like, the dicks, (laughs) fine, but I don't Mm -hmm. really like guys, I don't know if that makes any sense, but... Um, yeah, it was funny so because it was like
2: this weird thing that you, when you wrote in your email, you're like, oh, I'm blah, 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 blah. But I've always, I'm, I'm married and I'm really <laughs> into women, but I've always been attracted also to blank. You didn't write I know, the word men. little
0: typo, right, yeah. <laughs> you, just,
2: you just forgot it. But like yeah. a lot of times those kind of weird things, like, you know, like yeah. it's like some of subconscious kind of a thing thing right. that it was just right, kind of right. funny that you didn't write that in there do you know what i mean yeah, that was the yeah, one word no. you didn't put in there in that sentence <laughs> anyway
0: i was re i was rewording the sentence and i forgot to, yeah whatever <laughs> but well, you know whatever yeah. but anyway maybe there was something to that yeah, no cool. the truth is like I, lo- I really like i really like um penetration i like being penetrated i like the suck tick I, I like that and but i really don't like guys if that makes any sense like i'm not really like would men. it be
2: would it be like way better if you had a girl that would like peg you right isn't that what it's called totally. if a girl puts yeah. on a strap on and like yeah. right yeah that's what you yeah. would be no, into. that would, that would okay. be ideal like right. like
0: a pegging relationship would be yeah. great I, I would love that um but what, what so i ended up seeing like professional dominatrix because i kind of going back to that original story uh I, I wanted to play with that a little bit and and so I saw a pro dom, and I remember the first time doing that, I was in a big city, and I saw one, and I kind of, you know, explaining to people what you want. It's very, it's a little unusual, especially if you don't really know, hearing I'm telling you all this stuff. But like right. having the having the dialogue with the pro dom about what I was interested in, and they kind of tease out what you really are looking for. And she's like, "Okay, I, I kind of have an idea what you want to do here." And she blindfolded me, got me on my knees, and she strapped on a dildo, and then just like. Forced my mouth on it, and I was in heaven. I was like, "This is awesome!" Like I, hadn't, right. I hadn't, I hadn't done that since, you know, my, basically since I was a little kid, right? With my, with my cousin, because I never did anything like that with the guy, you know. I never did anything with him. It was only with, with this pro dom. I was like, "Wow, this is really satisfying." I enjoyed like this feeling of being forced into it, and kind of being the real submissive in this thing. And she had me dressed up in like a little, you know, panty outfit type of thing, and it was, it was super hot, and I loved it. So that that kind of got me started into this idea of, of cross dressing and forced feminization and 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 uh, and then really kind of experimenting with like going for it with uh, with sex um, like actual you know not just a tilt right but the real thing. Uh huh. Um, and so I ca- I saw a couple of pro doms after that where we did like full makeovers and that was awesome. You know where you just you've got a full outfit on and nails and eyelashes and and makeup and the whole thing. And you're walking around and then I had one that was really good. And then she was just taught me after that. And it, it was great. And so we had a lot of fun, but those relationships kind of dwindle out too, you know, because they, people move on. I part, other things are happening in my life in parallel, right? There's jobs and relationships that are taking place there that kind of limit my ability to go do these other things, you know, at 10 o'clock on a Tuesday night, right? With the, with the professional top manager. It's like, where are you? Right. You should be at home type of a thing. So that, that, part of it kind of trailed down a little bit, but that I've always been very interested in it and I've always really enjoyed it. And then what I found like most recently was uh, a real interest in, in trans, the trans community, like, and, you know, uh, transgender, you know, T girls, that kind of thing. Because I think for me, and I don't know if, you know, like trying to dig into the psychiatry, but like the idea of having, I love women. I love like femininity, femininity and like being with women, you know, dressing one, like one from time to time. But I also love, you know, the the sex. I love being a bottom and I love sucking dick and all that stuff that goes along with it. So like, here's this perfect combination of those things, you know, the beautiful femininity, but kind of the sexuality of a man and all the tools that that can provide and that That just kind of leads to pretty mind blowing you know sexual experiences, right so, mm-hmm. so that's that's kind of where I am. Mean, I mean, it's a little bit of a you know a windy road, you know, but um there's a there's a real part of me that is just I just simply enjoy the sex. i really have no interest in being you know like permanently converting to a woman or or like coming out. I have no interest in a relationship with a man. I mean, I certainly love my wife and my family and the whole thing, but there's just times I like the sex. The sex is great, and it's it's super fun and 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 fulfilling. So um, that's that's kind of my story. But yeah. you,
2: but you're, but you, but the real the other story though is that you have like a wife. Do so you have kids on the side and yeah. like a whole other yeah. life, right? And like with like right no one knows about the stuff like you said in the right. email to me that you have seen escorts and so like, right. right? Like, yeah,
0: yeah. That's how yeah it, cause I've, I've kept everything on, on like the professional level for a reason. Uh-huh. Um, because I don't really want, you know, I don't want anything coming back. Right. And I'm, I'm kind of financially secure. This is the money not a problem. Um, <clears throat> so I, I know that I kind of have an ethical issue with it. Right. If people, that's like kind of forced into it. But, um, I, I found, like, with a few providers that, you know, there's, it's a, it's anonymous, right? It's professional. Nobody's and But you see very
2: specific ones, right? It's not like they're...
0: Yeah, there's there's kind of a community of them around where I live, and there's, like, three or four that I would go to from time to time. And, and they're, like, probably, transgender?
2: Like, 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 what's the deal with yeah. them? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, transgender,
0: totally. Mm-hmm. I mean, not, not like cross-dressers. I mean, these are girls that, like, would live full-time. You wouldn't know if you saw them on the, you know, at a mall that they were... Boys, or that they had a dick. I mean, they all clearly identify as women, and I call them women. They just like the only difference is they have they have a dick and they use it. That would great. be
2: like the perfect. That's like the perfect person for you, right? Yeah. Because you like totally. women, right? <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah, because I have i have there's one recently that I saw. <clears throat> and most of the time, it's like you have an experience and it's sexual, and you talk and a little chit chat here and there, but you don't really, you know, get to know them. And but this one was very very open and wanted to talk, and we had a really, really nice conversation, and I didn't tell her all of this background stuff, but I did tell her, like, you know, I enjoy this part of my life, and I enjoy, like, I would want to get dressed up from time to time, and she was, like, you know, we had a really nice conversation about it, and it was and it was actually really hot, we had a lot of fun talking about it, and we had, we, we had sex twice, it's very unusual, like, most of the time you have this transaction, like, you get in, you do your thing, and you kind of get out, but this time we, we did that, and then we talked, and then we got heated up again, and we had sex again, and you know, she talked about which I thought was just fascinating. I told her, "Look, I'm I, I'd like to roll around in this and play from time to time, like and ex, ex and just and have fun with this femininity, femininity yeah. But uh-huh. it's not when I want to live full time. And she kind of floored me. She goes, "Yeah, maybe I should have done that." I said, "What?" <laughs> she goes, "I mean, this girl is beautiful, like yeah, tits and body, the whole thing." And she's like, "Yeah, because this is this is you know this is kind of tough. Like living this life is not." the easiest thing right and she was really
2: like put in like a box then right because she could only be that she can't sort of switch back and forth anymore right yeah Mm -hmm.
0: exactly and you know i get get that but i i never really had kind of contemplated that but Uh really open dialogue about it and it was fascinating but so that's kind of how it is for me like i enjoy playing in it right and being part of it and having that kind of segmented component of my life but it's i don't want it to be you know all of who i am that's really not I mean, I certainly would love to share it with my wife. And, like, we got to a point where, you know, like, she was okay with that. And I know you have these these swingers that come on, and I'm just fascinated by that idea that, you know, these families or couples that...
2: Can be open and can be honest.
0: Yeah, like, and, and... and I'm really fearful of that because of the experience that I had in the past, you know. And, like, I don't want anything to damage the relationship that I've got with
2: But you did wife. say, and but you, let me ask you this, because you did yeah. say very early on, like, I really think she'd be okay with it. Why do you say that? Because <coughs> did you feel that way about yeah. the first girl and she really wasn't? And, and maybe you just read no, people wrong? Got, or this, yeah. your wife is <laughs> I, very different. You've been married with to her a lot longer than two years, yeah. right?
0: Right. No, we've been together for, you know, well past ten years, so. Um, she's had some. She had an experience. I guess the only thing I, I could say is, if a, a she's 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 just a very like intelligent, smart, open person. She's not an irrational individual. The other one was pretty crazy. I mean, she was a little bit nuts. But you know, my my wife is just like a very normal person, very nice, and she's also you know very thoughtful. Uh, but she's also had an. She had a, personally had an experience, like in college, and then she shared with me. You know, what was her like, experience? Uh, she just you know like kind hmm. of. Very traditional girlfriend type of thing, and they mm-hmm. played, and but never really went too far, but she had one, and, and you know, she shared that with me, and so I, I think I, I take that as kind of a nugget of, well, there's two things. One, you know, we care for each other. You know, maybe it's three things. One, we care for each other. Three, she's, she's pretty intelligent and open. Or two, she's intelligent and open. And three, she's had this experience before, so if I kind of put those things together, it, it leads me to believe that she'd probably be more open, but... I think that's a big step for me to say, hey, I like dressing up like a girl and getting fucked, right? That's a pretty big step. and Or let's have this open relationship and introduce one into our life, right? That's, that's kind of, I'm like so far down the freak path, I'm a little nervous.
2: Wait, what was that second if, scenario?
0: <laughs> like if we brought someone in, you know, like,
2: well, but yeah. what about, let me ask you this, because if you had said that, like, the best thing for you is, like, say, because I said, like, if someone would peg you, right, if a woman wore mm-hmm. a th- you know, peg you, like, would that be yeah. it? And you're like, yeah, that'd be great. Like, if you could just do that with your wife, you wouldn't even need somebody else, right? Or do you feel yeah, like you true. would?
0: Well, yeah, I know. I don't know. Because we've had conversations about anal, like, <laughs> and she's kind of opposed to it, just, like, in her mind. You know, that's that's a, that's a no-fly zone, right? Because it's kind of dirty to her. And, and I think it's really, she hasn't really experimented. What do you mean? The,
2: that's a no-fly zone for her or for you?
0: Well, for her, right? She's always said, like, I'm not... You're not doing this to me type of a thing. Okay, because she's the, not and, into
2: it. Because
0: mm-hmm. she's not into it. But it's not... I don't think it's about physicality. It's more about... It's just gross, right? There's this kind of idea that, you know, hey, that's, that's not what that's used for. And it's kind of disgusting. And so... She's made a few of those comments before and like uh, if my yeah. my number one thing is like I wanna that's I what wanna you want to do that to me. Like I don't I don't I just don't I don't want to speak for her, but I don't think that would be something she'd be really into, right? It well that's a the too-
2: problem. Then why do you how why would you actually <laughs> think that she'd be into... if she thinks that's too dirty, just even physically dirty, not even, right. you know, just like kinky dirty, you know what I mean? Like right. just a dirty like uh, bacteria, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like exactly, like, right. like if that's yeah. what she thinks, then how could you ever think that she'd be interested in having somebody else come in and do that no, with you? I don't I, understand. I don't.
0: I, yeah, I don't. Why I, you would I, think
2: I, that? Like, because I think um, then you'd <laughs> have to first, because... You'd have to, like, because if she's so anti it with herself, like, I don't, I think it would be maybe hard for her to understand right. you, don't you think? Or right. I don't know.
0: Oh, totally. Yeah, I, I agree with you 100%. And and maybe I, I misspoke, but what I think she would be open to, or at least understanding of, yeah. is, like, a desire for, like, you know, gay sex. Like, just the idea of me wanting to be with another man, like, to, to experiment and play with that. I don't know that she would fully like, understand what that meant physically. Like, was it kissing? Is it blowjobs? Is it anal? Am I topping my body? I don't, I don't know if she would go through but that. Do, analysis, but, but, but
2: do you think, because I think personally, when it comes to what women have to sort of swallow with that kind of information, it's not just like, oh, you being with the other man, but it's just like just knowing that there's this whole other Like, you know, part of the population that you are attracted to, have been attracted to, can be attracted to. You know what I mean? Like, that's, it's not just what you would be doing with someone. It's what you could be doing for the rest of your life, what you could have been doing in the past that you hadn't told her about. You know, it's hard to bring up, right? I'm not, and I'm not just sitting here saying it. It would be a terrible thing. I think there's nothing better in life than to be completely like who you are and truthful about your stuff and have somebody else like, accept it, especially in a marriage, right? Because like you're having right. to live like a double life, right? I, I'm, I'm not hearing kind of any kind of like, I mean, as far like say you never told her, right? And you just live this way, the way you've been going. Like, would that be totally fine for you? Or is it like, does it weigh on you?
0: No, it really isn't. I mean, I guess the only thing I I would be concerned about is um, you know, well, if I ever got caught, right? There's the totally. lies involved, right? And that 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 does weigh on me, and you know, it's kind of dishonest. But look, I, I've always maintained, you know, honesty, and as it relates to infidelity, really only benefits the person who's telling the story, right? If like you're just getting something off of your chest, like I always told her, if you go and go to Vegas with your girlfriends and you have a, a one night stand, like don't don't do me any favors by telling me about it. It like, really doesn't do me any good. Like, Just don't fall in love and don't get pregnant. And don't get any diseases. I really don't, don't care. Because if I don't know about it, then it's like it never happened. Like, All, all you're really doing is, is assaging your guilt, right? You're not doing anything for me or the relationship. Unless you want to carry that thing forward, then, then you might as well just right. let for it For you,
2: would it wouldn't be like revealing what you've done in the past. It would just be right. saying, right. hey, moving forward, can we do this? Yeah, no, I mean, you yeah. always hear me on my podcast. Yeah. I tell people, like, don't yeah. tell anything about the past. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, It
0: doesn't really do any good. I mean, unless later on she, you know, was really open to it and, you know, we had those... And I felt comfortable that she was comfortable hearing those things and yeah maybe you'd do it but a lot I of times never... I
2: personally think especially when you hear oh, there's a lot of different stories where people have to admit to things that they cheated and stuff because people get caught and stuff but when you hear somebody that was doing something and then they feel so bad about it that they go and tell the person I, there's something right. about that that seems a little selfish to me a lot of times because it's like yeah. you feel terrible and you can't hold on to this anymore so like you dump it onto somebody else right. you know right. and I don't know that I think I I'm sure there's situations where that kind of thing is good for a relationship and stuff but there's a lot of times that that is just something that like is kind of selfish that the other person yeah. does and it doesn't help anything and it's kind of like sabotage, right? Yep. Yeah, um I agree. so yeah, there's no reason for that. For you it would be you know, sort of having to say, hey, this is something that I kind of have always been interested in and maybe right. easing your way into it, you know, totally, um, totally. and then her sort and playing with her. Right. I mean, I think right. the thing about bringing yeah. in another person, all that like would be so down the line.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. No, no. But you could
2: like, it. you have to get past the whole bacteria thing. <laughs> this is just stupid. <laughs> no, I, I, no, I need
0: resources, <laughs> right? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I know. I, I, know. I, here's, a, here's what I run into with that is because like I know how to do it like, properly and, you know, and to make sure it's clean and all that stuff. But but me explaining that to her kind of gives away <laughs> what I've done. And, and in fact, like, how do you know all that, right? That's the first question. And I guess I could just say Google searched everything, right? This is what we
2: No, but I mean, like, has she age, right? ever gone to try to do any... Like, I guess because she's so not into it, she would never. She's never right. sort of explored that area on you herself. Right. No, no, a, not at no, all. nothing.
0: Yeah. No, it's it's kind of like... I mean... Not every now and again, like if I'm giving her oral, you know, I will play around down there, and like she goes nuts, right? And really enjoys it. But she but, does. Like, yeah, yeah, and like, but she never says anything about it. Like she's very quiet about it. Like I can tell, like she likes it. Of but of course, it gets it gets to a point where it's a little uncomfortable, and she kind of clams up, right? And, it, and we just kind of go back to what we're doing, and I don't push it, right? But I've messed. I played around there a little bit more, just orally, right, and a little bit with my finger. Yeah, kind of it. That's been as far as. It's oh, you
2: got to push her because you know what it <laughs> is. She's listen. You know because you've had it uh, done yeah. to you, right? I know because yeah. I've had it done to me. I've always been a three input girl, and so we all know all the gay men out there and all the three input girls. Like how great it really is right and right. and but you have to it, everything has to align properly right like sure. you have to be super turned on like whatever right. and it has to be like whatever yeah. but you know so but it, it if you are really relaxed and into it and open to it, it's just like really like intense, right? And great. Yeah. And the fact that she gets kind of turned on and what's all that's stopping her is like whatever is in her head because obviously she right. gets turned on by it. And then the tensing up isn't because it doesn't feel good. It's because she gets like probably freaked out like because maybe it feels right. too good, right? right. But you right. could probably... I mean, listen. It's very normal for guys to be into wanting their women to do that, right? Like every guy is always trying to push their women to do anal, right? I mean, that's like isn't that very common, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because every guy wants to do something to Especially if you've been married to her for so long. Like, can't you kind of just like push that with her? Like you want well, like, that? I
0: mean. Yeah, I could, right? And and I probably should. But the truth is I, I want her to do it to me. <laughs> well, da, about, well that well
2: that right? I'm just trying to that's the first <laughs> step. You can't just go from like you okay.
0: here here's how the conversation has played out in the past. Like yeah. Hey honey, I'd like to try this and, and it's like look, sweetie, um that's that's kind of a no fly zone, like we'll do you first, right? She's thrown that out there. And but we've I have never actually taken that offer and run with it right right i've never said all right let's do me first and if then then do i get to go with you right let's try that but i've never really called her on it and uh, that may be a fun way to do it like all right no i'm i'm open because i certainly am (laughs) and, uh, and that would be there. the perfect way yeah. because
2: do, don't you think and listen because like listen there's some people that call my place in my podcast and they're like very it it does weigh on them or they are in a place where they really feel like they need to open things up because they can't hold it back anymore and i'm sure you've listened to some of those episodes and they have mm-hmm. sort of t- said something and and there was a guy recently i didn't get the update yet but it, it went really well with him explaining to his wife you know um w- the stuff that he needed to explain uh, but, you know, it, it, I I don't think that it really it really matters to you, right? But but I think that you could go there with her and like, it, it, because, I don't know, I tend to think that people that get caught are people that have some sort of confliction about what they're doing. Because a lot of times, it's, you know what I'm saying? And it's like some part of them that like, not wants to get caught, but like, that doesn't, I don't know, and that is... So for some reason, they get caught because they're conflicted about it. Whereas I think a lot of people that don't feel any kind of like wrongdoing for what they're doing, right? Or feel bad at all, right? And they just, (coughs) they could totally separate that. And that's, you know, no one's right or wrong, right? It's like what, however you feel about yourself, right? You seem totally okay with the fact that you do these things on the side that she doesn't know about it. So you probably (laughs) won't get caught. I, I don't, why do you laugh?
0: I mean, I'm not totally okay with it. I mean, I do, I do get like guilt about it, right? Like, you do, I like, the, I, yeah, a little bit, like the betrayal type of thing. But you know, then I just get horny again,
2: <laughs> and, and it kind of goes did.
0: away. Yeah. Now, I let get, me like, ask
2: you this: part. Were you always yeah. doing that, like from day one? Like, did it start after many years of being with her? Like, when did that? Oh, when did yeah, you no, sort that, of seeing it, that these people on the side happen start? Well, let
0: me think about that. Yeah, I think it 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 predated her for sure. Yeah, so it's been going on for a long time. But it's when I say it's been going on, I mean this is something that may happen once every four to six months right so this is not right so
2: now it's not like all the time kind of and yeah, let me ask, I mean, yeah. do you do stuff to yourself sometimes when you just want it and maybe don't use someone else you're still using like you know cigar stuff but be, like bigger better things <laughs> <laughs> do you have yeah, better I, tools yeah. in the house well, she, <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh for pardon. sure <laughs>
0: she has uh, there are some toys you know and um so if, you know if i get if i get like the rare opportunity to be alone by myself yeah yeah of course i mm-hmm. use that stuff yeah and it's great. It's fun, and I, and I enjoy that. But it's it's certainly not the same as you know having a physical experience with another person. I mean, that, there's part of that that you know there's it's the, it's kind of the taboo. It's the enjoyment. It's the warmth. It's like you know all the stuff that comes along with it. I mean, masturbation's fun. It's good, but it's certainly not the same, right? It's this uh, there's there's much more that goes into it when you have those experiences, and I, you know, I and I enjoy it. That's fun, but I don't get to dress up. I mean, that part of my life is pretty much over because of just you know, the circumstances, right, there's really no time, there's no, mm-hmm. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have no a place, place
2: to, to do it,
0: there's no place, right, you know, so that that part of me is, is pretty much gone, um, I mean, I got. I was at a point at one time where I would, you know, I'd shave my legs, and I'd go get my nails done, and, you know, I'd go see a pro-dom, and, like, it looked great, I mean, I was, I, I, I should have taken pictures, right? When was that? I'm,
2: when you, before you were married?
0: Yeah, it was before I was married, like, in my highest compliment, with with this with this dom she said i think you know if we went to a bar you would get hit on and <laughs> i was pretty excited about that <laughs> it was like my my shining moment and
2: that was but like your like, time with bdsm you said that you're not into that yeah, now but you yeah, did have yeah. a time for that right yeah, how hardcore yeah, yeah. were you like as a submissive like cause you said you had a well, dom i mean
0: yeah i mean i wasn't i i like most submissives you kind of top from the bottom i think um but the uh it, it really wasn't about like the the kind of traditional you know tying up and and whipping i mean i enjoyed like spanking light spanking but i didn't really like having bruises and getting caned and all that stuff that really wasn't the pain Mm -hmm. part of it wasn't for me i enjoyed the power exchange and i enjoyed like being submissive and i enjoyed being you know feminized those types of things i really really liked and i mean there's such a menu of 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 kinks that people are into and and you know good pro dom really kind of know you know how to how to to play with the ones that you're you're really focused on and so and those now,
2: what I was who that. was your dom was it, is she a transgender person was she a regular no no female? no.
0: they were like cisgender women you know what um,
2: cis I have, means cis you put that in the what does that mean
0: oh that just means um that i think i'm, I'm going to screw this up but basically it means like that's the gender you're you're born with right like so you're you're not trans or anything like that so if you're a woman you're a woman
2: okay but so cis- they don't yeah. just say woman why do you have to say cis
0: I don't know, man. There, there's uh, a lot of stuff in the internet. So.
2: I know. I get confused because you, you did use that word in the email. I'm like, could, I don't know what you, that means.
0: You could say woman, right? But you could be a trans woman. Right,
2: right, right. right okay, so cisgender. If you, you identify right.
0: as a woman, then So she was female.
2: And, yeah. Right, so she was cisgender female, which means mm. she was just a real female, right? And
0: she would... Yeah, went. exactly. Mm-hmm.
2: And then you would yeah. go do your nails and stuff with her or by yourself?
0: No, no, no. I would go like... I would get like my toes done. Because but like in a collar. Anonymous. I would get like a nude colour on it, you know, but uh-huh. I'd get a pedicure and that was fun. But you just go to like a chop shop where I get your nails done. Right. And I but I, and I would get like a, a manicure but with nothing on my nails. And then she would put on like press on nails. Right. On my on my hands. So my feet and my toes would be nicely manicured so they look good in shoes. And my um but my feet my hands would should put press on nails. And so I might have the full outfit, I'd get, you know, um, you know, full makeup, wig, um, uh, fake eyelashes. know, I even at one point had purchased a corset and I'd left it with her so that I could wear that. And it was kind of a waist cinching corset because I kind of problem with the guys, like you don't have the shape of, a,
2: yeah, yeah, of yeah. a
0: woman, right? So you can get a corset that, that kind of shapes you out a little bit and... So you just look you know, look better in it and yeah, it was great. You know, walking high heels and the whole thing was super fun.
2: Was it wait, I forget the timeline with a lot of the stuff. Was this before or after you were married? I forget again.
0: Oh, this was before. You know, right. I've never really done that since I've been married because I mean a lot of it's just logistics, right? There's I mean I can't i mean, shave my legs now, it's gonna raise That's what I depression. mean.
2: Right. And then, then, right. <laughs> But even like when you you get these escorts and stuff, like how much does it cost? Like I mean, do is it be the, your wife see a lot of money going out or no? Right, because you said you're only yeah. doing it like once every now and then, like once every yeah. so maybe a couple yeah, times it's kinda, a year. Like
0: Two to three hundred dollars, you know, for right. a session. Right, mm-hmm. that that that'd be kind of consistent with what you would pay a pro dom to, right? You know, and there's really high end ones in various municipalities that are going to go for more than that, but it's not really necessary. I mean, so right Uh, kind of two two to three hundred bucks and and you know it's an hour it's fine so yeah i've enjoyed that uh, but again it's not it's pretty infrequent right and something like you scratch the itch and then you know it goes away for a while and then you don't need to scratch it it, maybe it comes back a while
2: later and so yeah. the the dressing up thing, because you haven't been able to scratch that itch, right, for a long time, right. did it just go away because you just were never able to do that and you don't really have that desire or is it still there every now and then?
0: Oh, no, the desire is definitely there. I mean, uh-huh. I just, I think mean, it's practically impossible. Um, right. So yeah, certainly the desire is there and like like if I can get away for a weekend or something and just go do that, that would, be, that would be a ton of fun, but it's just, it's not practical. So no, I don't do that. So I just, I don't like, most males just kind of put it in a compartment and lock it away for a while. And and maybe there'll be a time in my life later when I can, when I can do that. But I don't have any really regrets around it. Cause I enjoyed you know, the, the, yeah. the time that I did spend with it and uh-huh. I just enjoyed rolling around it. I have those memories to draw on, um, So it's not like I'm pining away for it necessarily. If the opportunity came up, I would certainly do it again.
2: Now, so that cousin of yours, right?
0: Mm -hmm. He's
2: obviously your cousin now, right? And after that time, I mean, like what happened with him as you guys got older? And now like, do you guys ever discuss it? Like, do you guys look at each other funny? Is it something that you think he (laughs) remembers? Like, what's the deal there?
0: Well, um, I guarantee he remembers. I mean, I know he does, but it, it just, goes completely unsaid like nobody says anything there's no wink wink nod, he's nod. married
2: with a woman too yeah
0: like. exactly and we don't see each other that often so there's not a lot of uh, you know interaction anymore with that side of my family for different reasons mm-hmm. but so we don't, um, we don't we don't see each other that often so the opportunity doesn't really come up but I have seen him since and you know, it's all very very cordial you know he's very macho so.
2: and there was no talk, and like were you ever like, mm-hmm. like are you attracted to him now that he's older <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 he's not hot anymore. No, no,
0: no. Is it because you're not
2: like, like you said, is it because it's not like a guy that does it for you?
0: Well, no, I mean, like, here's the thing, like, I, I physically, yeah, sex with, with, with the guys is fine and it's good. And I've actually, I've had, um, you know, interactions with, with men before, um, and most of the time it's like I'd get a massage, right? You get a, you get a, like a male masseuse and that kind of leads to something. And I've yeah. done that a couple of times and that, and that's, that's been fine. And I actually had one guy that I really liked a lot and he was a lot of fun and we, we had good sex. And nice
2: but let and me ask you years. this, when, when you got like, that massage, was it like a real masseuse and then he just turned oh, yeah. that this, way on you or were no. you at a, like a happy ending place?
0: No, this was like, um.
2: The real yeah, deal, <laughs> Craigslist, normal?
0: Craigslist ad, right? Oh, it, like, it was, oh, so it was, yeah. you knew
2: that that was coming.
0: Well, kind of, but I don't. I didn't
2: really. Come know. on, on Craigslist.
0: Oh, well, it was not oh, under
2: the like? Where where was the ad? In it was the under like the
0: services, right? Like oh, services. okay. So you find a male masseuse, and they would say things like you know, you know, cu- got bi curious, friendly, or something like that. So you kind of know what's going on, but you oh, don't know yeah, what, yeah. what it's going to lead to. You don't. I don't know if this is simply a massage by a man, and you're comfortable. Like right. Being, that
2: probably adds you know, to it, right? That's it you read, don't... But
0: I'm not sure if it's going to lead to full on sex. But it, it did the first time. Yeah, it did.
2: <clears throat> the first time?
0: And, yeah. And this guy was amazing he was really great and it was a lot of fun. He gave a really good massage too, but we, we <laughs> so we would have sex and uh and I think he moved away. He like he did something else and like when you find one that works and there's a good relationship and good chemistry, you kinda of stick with it. But we were only I only saw him maybe three times, kinda of max. Um right. it was fine. Like I enjoyed that like physicality, but there's never been any like romantic inclinations, I've never like felt like a guy going to hold hands with a guy or want to have a boyfriend or something like that. Like right, that
2: I I, have I have think a lot of times of guys are always like very. Um Sort of intent on making that clear, right? But I think yeah. it's just that's that is clear, right? Because I think that yeah. there's a very big difference between being bisexual and being gay, right? One is like yeah. you know. So I think it's obvious from all the stories that you had that, like, and because you're married to a woman and you just not yeah. like you had relationships with guys, it's clear right. that you're just yeah. bi, right? But it could be a little yeah. bit even more complicated than that because, or not, I don't know, like you know, because you. Aren't really attracted to guys, but you kind of are. Like you know what I mean? Like it's a, it's not so bi, right. Like I don't know. Well,
0: let, let's 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 do this way. Like I think if I was, if I was, nineteen or twenty today. Yeah. I I might be able to have a boyfriend, you know, one year and a girlfriend another year. I mean, I could see myself playing in that space. You know but, that's mean, that's but that's interesting.
2: But a boyfriend, the, meaning like, uh, yeah, like holding hands, have a, like relationship, like
0: have a relationship with a guy that like, that could happen. Where okay, I so then why
2: are you from, why are you keeping why have you made that point? Like I just want you to know, like I've never had.
0: No, no, no. Because <laughs> I don't have. <laughs> it's because it's never it's never been.
2: But you would be how, open how, to how, it if you I were younger, before. right? Right? Yeah. Right?
0: Interesting. It's never how I felt before because it was not like. Well, first of all, I'm a firm believer that. Like these desires are, are fluid over time. They change, right? You yeah. Know, I don't I don't think we're static individuals. I think we change over time. And so what I may have been interested in ten years ago is going to be different than what I'm interested in today and yeah. twenty years from now. And I think so that's possible. But my point being that, you know, for this current generation, it's certainly more available, more open and and, and more accepted. And like you'd have been it'd been more acceptable to kinda of roll around in that in that as well and i might have right. been more open to it right yeah right because which that thing with which that guy kind of allowed me to
2: right with your neighbor if you guys were older and you were younger at the time right like maybe right. you could have right yeah. Because the people yeah. nowadays, at the younger generation, right? I'm always like, I was born in the wrong generation, like because <laughs> they're so much cooler, right? And it's so much more open, and there's so many, there's so much more available to them as far as like right. relationships right. are concerned and sexuality is concerned, right? And just yeah. trying out different things. And when we were growing up, there wasn't many things to try, right? You just had to do, you had to be straight or you were gay, and that was basically it, right? Mm-hmm. So I yeah. get it. Like I think that that's like you're just like open you know yourself like you've been into tons of different things that like you would maybe have someone you would just have a guy one year and then a girl right right? you know
1: yeah
0: yeah, Yeah. I mean that seems very freeing like very fun Um, so yeah that's i but where I am in my life now and the situation I'm in, it's really not that important to me. Like I don't have a burning desire to have a boyfriend. Like there's no real. No, that's what there.
2: I get about you. And I think yeah. like, I've had people on that. There is that burning desire, right? Because like yeah. one part of them, that part of them is like st- getting to be stronger. Right. Like I've had yeah. so many different, there's so many different scenarios. That's why like I could talk to so many people with the same sort of topic, but get a totally different story. Right. Because sure. each person is specific, right. Yeah. And has a yeah. specific story. And some people do feel really bad about what they're doing and they feel like they need to be more open or it's time for that. And some people don't, you know what I mean? And I don't think that there's a right or wrong in any situation. I kind of feel out my my guest right like I could feel Mm -hmm. from you that I think like if it was okay if it just just stayed this way forever that would be okay with you right it's not like I have to sit here and give you advice on how to like how we could get it to a point where you could sort of be open about it I think if you could get to your point where you're being pegged at home I think that would be (laughs) a good thing for you why not and I I think you can (laughs) I think you can I think you gotta push it
0: I do I do I just you know right (laughs) I agree. I I, actually, that is a good takeaway. And it's something that I'll, that I'll work on because like, I mean, if I could get that at home then. it's, like, why go out? Right? <laughs> yeah, else is more I think. responsible, right?
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and <laughs> listen, and you know what? Because you're so open minded, like, how do we know that five years after that you weren't right. like letting your freak flag fly fully? Like, I don't know where right. that would go with right. you. Do you know what I mean? Right. Or where right. it would go with you and your wife? Like, who knows yeah. what would come from that? But I think if you could get to that place, that would be great. I, like I said, I don't know where that would go. Like, and there is the possibility that that would lead to other things. I don't really, you know, but I think if you could get to even there and that was, and if that was it, that would be really great. And I really think you can, because of what you explained about her, that she likes it, and that she, or you have to get her to say to you, like, you have to do it for, you know what I mean? You got to get that opportunity again and jump through that window and be like, okay, you know what? Because, I don't know, like they like some guys are into that, and it doesn't it's not a big it doesn't mean anything, you know what I mean? And so I think you and if you pretend like wow that feels really good,
0: like you know what I mean? Like it's
2: the first time, and you're like shocked,
0: shocked. Got to put on a little bit of an acting show, right? Yeah, you got to
2: forget about the cigars. Make sure there's no cigars anywhere close. And be like, oh my god, oh it turns out I really like I- this.
0: I did have uh, two two girlfriends in previous life, you know, previous life before my current wife that that um, that did it yeah. uh, with me, and and one of them was like really into it, like like high school girlfriend. Yeah, and uh, and she like I convinced her at an early age. I was like a little player, and I got her to do anal right, and I was pretty smooth back then, and I and I, she got into it, and then she tried it with me, and it's kind of the same thing. Like I was like, yeah, let's do this, and so we had fun. And then I had another girlfriend later who. Um, who had a dildo and like she just wanted to try it and we did yeah. and it was fun. But then like we broke up like two weeks later. So in my mind, like maybe those things are connected, you know, somehow I don't know.
2: Yeah. Because of that. But I think that, you know, cause listen, I've heard from many guys who say like their wife do it, but they're not really into it. I had another guy on who said he got his wife to finally do it. And then she actually became into it. Like she never thought that she would, I'll do it just for you. Right. But over time she actually, it was like something that she actually really enjoyed. And then it added, you know, you just never really know. Um, I think maybe with your wife, because she's kind of into it for herself, but she doesn't, she holds back. Like maybe if she saw once you got it open to maybe if you sort of had the experience first, it may make her sort of want to try it for herself and it could open up a whole new thing for her too. You just don't know, you know, but I think that you could, you could explore that with her. It's about time. It's not that big of a deal.
0: (laughs) I know, I agree. Can you just talk
2: to her for me? No, you have to do it yourself. You just talk <laughs> to know. me and you don't even know me. You know her longer. Isn't that what's so like bizarre about life, right? Like it's uh, so well, easy yeah. to be I mean, it's just well, it makes yeah. sense, but it's so easy to just totally. be so completely honest about all yourself with someone you don't know and then the people we're the closest to we have to sort of hide this part of yourself. That's where I think this younger generation gets it much better, right? Because they could just be fully who they are and be okay with it, right? Whereas that's what I always hope for. Like if I'm talking to you, right? Like that's why even though you seem totally fine with it, like I I hope for you that you could bring a little bit more of yourself into that relationship, right? Because it's not that big of a deal what you would be sort of – putting out on the table i'm not talking about all the other stuff like bringing somebody right. in and that you're attracted to you know what i mean i'm just talking about the 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 anal plague between the two of you
0: yeah yeah i think do you guys listen to howard there. stern no
2: okay because he has a guy on that always talks about his driver he always talks about how he loves it and he's like you know and he's married and him and his wife do it and they uh, they talk about it all the time it would be such the a good starting. driver loves it yeah, okay. his driver, his friend. Yeah, absolutely, with his okay. wife. Yeah, and he talks about all. That, and they're always telling him he's gay, and he's like, "I'm not." And it's like a whole. It's a talking point that right. they discuss all the time on Howard. And so it would be <laughs> it's too bad. Like if you guys listen to Howard, it would be such an easy way to sort of bring it up, you know, right. because they talk right. about it all the time. Um, but you know, you guys don't, so that's not a no, 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 no. We're yeah, not,
0: but uh, like I mean, the so one thing that and I that's interesting. I'm not. I've never really heard about this on your show, or we talked about it, but like the the male orgasm from having anal sex have you ever had any oh the pro- the that? prostate thing yeah
2: yeah that blew my mind because i had i think i heard about it once you mentioned it before and i was going to say again like what is that again because it's like
0: it I it's so real and it's like the most intense thing ever um and that's part of the reason i enjoy you know bottoming is because i've I was able to experience, you know, an orgasm like fully hands-free, like not touching myself. Nobody and do you, do you me.
2: have any t- kind of tips to people out there of how to do it? Like, is there a move or something? Like, how do you? How does that happen?
0: Well, a lot of it, I think, is is really it's <laughs> kind of mental, right? It's like getting insane on the first time. Um, but I think there's some physical components and there's some mental components. So, like, number one, you got to be ready for it, right? The yeah, scared, like you would with any other type of anal situation. Um, and then the the physical pieces you have to have like kind of the right partner with the right fit and then and for me, it was kind of the right tempo, like tempo really mattered, really? Um, you know, someone just kind of jamming it in there and like and 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 like you know, hard and fast doesn't Isn't really good. work. no, I needed something kind of slow and actually hitting the prostrate kind of on a repeated um tempo mhm, and uh, yeah, twice it happened, and it was just mind-blowing yeah so that's uh i mean that's kind of the dragon i would like to chase and <laughs> and maybe you could, could, could
2: do it, yeah maybe like with your wife because she's around oh. full-time and you're not paying her right
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> you could
2: take your time towards figuring that out right, right with her right. because but a
0: lot of that's a lot of that's very very mental very very mental i mean it's got you have to be kind of well for me anyway you have to be kind of the right frame of mind you know i think you mentioned earlier you know being really um excited and like really yeah and mm-hmm. not. That part—that's that's a big, big component of it as well. So but yeah, who those, wouldn't want to do that in, all right? the
2: time if you know how to do that? It's like you only had it twice, yeah. right? You're just like, why yeah. can't I have that like every single time, right? I can yeah. imagine.
0: Yeah, and I, I I I got myself to do it using just a dildo before, you know. So I was able to do it on my own, mm-hmm. um, and then subsequently, you know, with a partner, and um, yeah, it's pretty amazing. So I'm not sure if people really know that that's real or not, but it absolutely is. And and if you can get to that that point,
2: so uh, tempo helps. Back, yeah. So yeah, th- That's what tempo, you can tell them.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, te- well, for me, I mean, I guess everybody's going to be different. I'm just saying for me, that's that's what what re- Kind of worked is the right like tempo, easy, smooth. You know, nothing too jarring, and then consistent. Right. I mean, you can't have someone that's going to just uh, kind of in and out type of a thing. Right uh, mhm, that won't work it's got it's gotta last for a while, so that's helpful but yeah, I mean that's that's uh, another one of kind of the pleasure uh points of the whole thing, and I'd love to be able to get there with my spouse. it would be a lot of fun
2: I think you can you gotta push it either with her getting into it or take the opportunity for you to try it and then, like I said, don't act too into it right about but be, act like surprised <laughs> that you like it
0: and right, then take right, it right. far
2: and don't start with the thing in your you know start with something light. Right,
0: right, right. All good advice. I appreciate it. Thank
2: yeah, you. I mean, you didn't need advice. It's just a good story. No. It's, like, interesting. Yeah. Like, like, listen, for you, like you say, you found my podcast, and it was, like, great for you to hear about other people being sure. straight up about mm-hmm. their stuff because it made you feel less, whatever. What's the word that people yeah. would use? Weird or abnormal, you know? Yeah. And yeah. it normalizes these things, and I think you're going to be doing the same thing for other people, so...
0: You know, well, yeah, that, that really was the goal. I mean, it's a little bit cathartic, right? Just saying it out loud. It's kind of, it's, it's, it's fun. It's a little, it's hot. It's and wait late,
2: till you hear it back.
0: Oh, God. You'll get
2: even more <laughs> out know. of it. I always tell people this, and this is for people that want to call into my show. Like, it's like you say it and you do it, you have the conversation, it's cathartic. But when you hear yourself talking about stuff as a third person, it's, you get even more out of it. You'll see. It's interesting. All It'll right. be interesting. All right. All, All right.
0: right. <laughs> Look forward to it.
2: Yeah, so thanks so much for calling in.
0: Thank you, Kathy. Take care.
2: All right. Bye
1: do you have a story lifestyle or situation you can't talk about to anyone to anyone or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show well strictly anonymous wants to hear from you